Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. The following podcast contains strong language, like what the actual fuck. Hi, this is Jimmy Walker. I play Dan Greaves, and you're listening to What the Actual Fuck, a This Country podcast. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. (laughs) Daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What the actual Hey, what the actual fuckers, and welcome to WTAF of this country podcast. It's top Trump's time again uh, in the middle of our uh, series three commentaries. We're going to stick another top Trump's in. Uh, But first, I'm here with my co host, Neil. Hello, Neil. Good day to you, sir. Good day. (laughs) (laughs) There you are. That's quite polite, isn't it? That is. I love the fact you nod when no one can see that. So that's. uh... You can't say good day without nodding. Look, I'm doing it even. (laughs) All you need is a top hat. That's all you need. I wish. I wish. A top hat and a monocle. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be me sorted. Um, Before we get into last week's, uh, well, it won't be the last this country top trumps episode uh, scores for Reverend C. And let me introduce our very special guest. Ladies and gentlemen, Liam Stewart George is with us, PC Weber himself. It's so good to see you, Liam. So good to see you both too. Yeah. So the last time we saw you was at the football match. I was. So when was that? God, that was twenty nineteen. Was no, it? that was eighteen, wasn't it? Was it? Was I think it? so. Was it twenty eighteen? Oh, I don't know. Years. Do, do, do years actually matter now? What year and things? Oh, happen? it doesn't matter, does it? It, it was a seems, long time ago in the past. It, it seems like a long time ago in the past, but that was a lot of fun that day, wasn't it? Oh, that was such a good day. I love that a lot. Yeah. And what have you been up to since? Since then, uh, I have left the world of acting. <gasps> I've now worked in uh, the scripted side of a TV production company, TV and film production company, which is a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah. A, a big shift and also a little shift. I haven't gone a million miles away from, from the world. I want You're to still in the biz, as they say. Still in the biz. Yeah. <laughs> so what sort of scripts are you writing, can we ask? Uh, so I'm not, I'm not writing them, but the company is, um, it, it, it's just been set up, but it's uh, Edgar Wright, Naira Park and Joe Cornish's company. Ah. Awesome. Yeah, so working with, these guys, with those guys um, and we were due to start shooting... Netflix series today uh if 
everyone manages to avoid getting COVID for the next <laughs> next few weeks, which would be lovely. Sorry, I've already I've already brought up the C word, and it's only been. Like- <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I'm afraid this is going to be life for the from now on. I think with the C word being there. Yeah, but that's all very, very, very exciting. Yeah, it is not COVID. I mean, what no. you're doing. <laughs> It really does sound exciting. So, awesome. uh, so what are you actually doing then on on with them, if I can ask? Yeah, yeah, of course. So I work in the uh, development team, which is everything from uh, doing some of the script editing side of the TV show that we're working on now, um, developing, helping give notes and, and kind of develop other projects. And then I've got a bit of a background in kind of uh, book scouting. So also trying to find new things that hopefully we can we can turn into TV programs or films in the future. So it's a nice kind of range of jobs. It's, yeah, it's varied, which is good. I'd love nice. to try trying to get the books to, or, or or sort of written word into TV series. Trying to find one like that would be oh, I'd love to do that. Oh, you're lucky, Liam. You're a lucky man. <laughs> a lucky, lucky boy. Okay, before we actually uh, delve into PC Weber. Uh, we've got Reverend Seaton's scores from oh, the last looking forward to hearing these. Tops Trump's uh, episode. So here we go. Uh, got Range 39, Peeper 9, Random Acts of Kindness 82, Wow, Cockwomble 29, and Having a Laugh 38. Wow. Just Random Acts of Kindness then, really? Yeah, yeah. Very low for Peeper. Uh, that was the one that I think I got talked off a ledge. With, was that the it, one I you think. put was high? That was that the one I put high or was it Cockwomble? Oh, it might have been Cockwomble, I think I put yeah. high. But yeah, you end up with 29. So a good a good card if you random acts of kindness. But apart from that, it's sort of fair to middling, I think. Yeah. But, but now we come on to Mr. I was going to say Mr. PC Webber. You can't call him Mr. PC, can you? <laughs> Mr. PC. Although I can't remember. I used to keep calling PC Webber another name. and I can't remember why. Or what the other name was, but it is definitely PC Weber. So, who wants to go first with their uh, with their backstory? Neil, would you want to kick us off? I, I can kick us off happily. I've Fire only got away. A, I've only got a short one, as they say. Uh, <laughs> I should, that's a different podcast. I shouldn't ring the bell. <laughs> right, are we all sitting comfortably? <laughs> Uh, PC George Webber, I believe, grew up in South London, was a good student at school. While at school, he got into watching Hot Fuzz for the first time at their film club. (laughs) When he got it home, he managed to persuade his mum to buy him his very own copy. He watched it so much, he wore it out. So when he was old enough, he joined the police force. He flew through the training and got his first placement for the Met. Still watching Hot Fuzz, he noticed the placement in the job columns in the Cotswolds and jumped at the chance. Finally, it was time to stop one of those village cults, and that is where we find him still living in the village today. Still watching Hot Fuzz and Bad Boys 2. Apart from the stolen vacuum cleaners, he hasn't had a big challenge or case yet, although he has had a few swan troubles. (laughs) There we are. Nice. Right, I'll, I will we'll, uh, let you go last, Liam, as you are the, the character, okay? That was very serendipitous, wasn't it? Getting hot fuzz in there. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Exactly. Neil, Neil, what are the lottery numbers, just in case? <laughs> wow, <laughs> okay. <It's> 99. <laughs> right then, here's mine. Uh, as a youngster, George Webber loved his action man doll. 
He would change his uniform all the time from army soldier to Navy officer to Air Force pilot. But when his mum bought him a police uniform for the action man, it changed little George's life forever. From that day, all he wanted to do was be a policeman. So very very determined, that's exactly what he did. He loves his uniform a lot. Uh, That's going to add into some of my scores a little bit later on. Uh, Now, during his school days, George also had another love. A certain young lady, the year above him, called Kerry. George's crush would consume him so many years later that on that fateful day, in a situation with some stolen Dyson vacuums, George's two loves would collide in that police interview room. Was PC Weber intentionally easy on the suspect? Only George knows the truth. And there you go. That's my uh, that's my evidence for the prosecution, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Liam looks like he's deep in thought there. Well, because well, first of all, I think the reason why the character's called George Webber, he was never called George in any of the scripts, and I think it was on IMDb. That's where we got it. Yeah. Well, exactly. Someone couldn't compute the fact that I had a double barrel surname. So oh, right. Be Liam Stewart, and then just dropped George. <laughs> well there you go there's another little tidbit that we didn't know yeah um right then liam over to you here's what i've got uh growing up in london george weber always felt a little overwhelmed by the world around him school breaks were often spent in the safety of the library befriending the kind-hearted and elderly mrs dunning but as puberty struck and raging hormones confused his feelings towards the elderly librarian he decided to re-enter his school society He found meaning in being a school monitor, described by many as the scourge of the playground and others more simply as George Wanker. He wasn't (laughs) well liked, but he had a purpose and that led him to apply for the police after leaving school. However, he quickly learned that the big kids in the real world were a lot more scary and dangerous than the likes of Tommy Tucker, who was once the most feared bully at his school, but now goes around singing Billy Joel cover songs in care homes. (laughs) After a few bad experiences, he decided to move out of London in the hope of a more peaceful, peaceful life. In Kerry and Curtin, he realised that people could not simply be separated into good and bad. Stupid people often sat somewhere between the two. He has since left the force to become a traffic warden in the hope of finding joy in that new life. <laughs> very good. <laughs> awesome. Very good. Well, that's a very varied... Um, we've all come with varied uh, stories. Pretty yeah. Much. Uh, so I think his scores are going to be very interesting, I have to say. So let me just make sure that I've got everybody's uh, names on there. Right. Okay. Let's start with you then, Liam. Uh, what is your score out of 100 for Got Range? How well do you think PC Weber handles himself in a fight? Um, well, I've given, my, I've given him three scores, if that's all right. Okay. <laughs> I've, given, I've given him 30 for hands only, 70 if he's allowed to use a baton, and 99 if he's allowed to use a taser. <laughs> right i'm gonna get my calculator i'm gonna get the average score of that just so that i can uh i can, I can put the score into the uh actual scores okay so 30 plus 70 plus 99 did you say yeah okay that gives him oh that doesn't give him, 44 that's a good score that's a good score Okay, 44 for that one. Uh, Neil, what are you going to go? Well, I've, I've gone a bit higher. I haven't gone for the three, although I can see why. And mine does link into a bit of that. It's 60, because he's obviously, as a policeman, been trained to look after himself. 
So he's not going to be down there at the bottom end, you know, like uh, the Rev. He's going to be up there. Um, so, but like Liam said, if he's allowed to use his baton or taser, it's got to be a lot higher, isn't it? But I will stick with 60. Okay. Okay. Well, I've gone, I've gone lower. I've gone 25. What about his training, man? What about his training? But but what training, I mean, look at, I was going to say, look at Hot Fuzz as an example, but that's a typical wrong example because look at all the stuff that they get through with, you know, with guns and God knows what there. But in the village, you know, know, stolen Dysons are probably what he needs to worry about. I don't think there's any, or seeing Curtin kicking a grip bin or something. You've got Mandy to put up with who's going to get pissed off and get the police involved, surely. I don't think anybody's going to bother with Mandy. They just let her get on with it. So you've given Reverend Seaton basically double my score. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... But Reverend Seaton's like a fucking ninja. You've seen him on that railway bridge. I haven't seen anything that PC Weber. And look, right, let me before we go into this, let me say these scores are not representative of you, Liam. Just let me say. I'm well I'm, aware of that. I'm, I'm going to say that before I get to the peeper score. I just want to say that <laughs> <laughs> because I don't want you. To, I don't want this to be like a ten minute podcast. I, I don't want you to storm off. But so, so you know, I feel like Liam. Is a seventy-five in in got range because I think he can hold himself. I think he's you know, mm. you know, he's he's you know he's he's wiry like a whippet, but he's got a he can pack a punch. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I've, I've seen him. I've seen him on the football field, and I've seen his thighs. I've seen what he can do. Yeah, <laughs> he's like Chopper Harris all over again. It is like wow. Chopper Harris all over again. Harris, what a man! What um, a man! Um, right, okay, so let's go to Peeper. Um, <laughs> Just briefly on Got Range, there is yeah. a deleted scene where I drag Martin Mucklow out of his house and arrest him. Yeah. How they decided to end series two, they cut it. So maybe, hey. maybe that could uh, have boosted, boosted. Hang on a minute then. So uh, are you just saying that or is that genuine? That is genuine. So you okay. drag... Okay, right. I'm going to... With that information... Oh, then again, see now, it's, it's a deleted scene, so it's not canon, is it? No, and he was in handcuffs, which makes, like, you know, it makes... Okay, me... right. No, I'm, I'm going to keep my score. I'm going to keep my score. And I'm what was that again, score. Pav, once more? Uh, 25. 25. 25. Whereas, like I say, um, oh, Reverend, Seaton, I... Reverend Seaton got 39. So he's 14% more of an animal than PC Weber. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'd like then. to see the vicars you hang around with, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you would, Neil. I bet you would. Okay, Neil, what's your peeper score? I've gone for 30, because I think, you know, any self-righteous man always has a little look. Um, yet, I don't see it. I think he's, well, especially with my story, he's committed to his job. His badge is his honour. He's not going to go and fuck it up because of some stupid affair across the road or something like that or doing something silly sexually so give him 30 just for being a man (laughs) (laughs) that's the baseline is it that's man is 30 baseline okay right uh i've gone 75 oh and i think it i think it's all because it's it's his lust for kerry i think he has that he he has that unrequited love for Kerry that has been there since school time, school days. And I feel he sees her from afar. I think he loved the fact that he was inside that interview room with just him and 
Kerry. He, the only thing was that there was a goddamn camera crew in there as well. If 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 they hadn't have been there, he would have stopped the tape and told her how much he loved her. I mm. really think so. So I think he's got sort of. Well, in that sense, of- let me counter argue this. A people would be would be happy with any anything or anyone, wouldn't they? Um, yeah. If he's just stuck on Kerry, surely he's not going to be peeping. He's, he, yeah, he's, but I'm not. What I'm also saying, he's got a room at home with a life-size scarecrow of Kerry, um, with cer- <laughs> certain certain things like balloons in certain places, so that it feels real. So we're that's still where got it, a straw uh, head. <laughs> we've still got a straw head, but you know, <laughs> Liam's just shaking his head. <laughs> I I don't know. I could argue that that it's I'm just not... saying that he's he's got he's got dark thoughts. Is what I'm saying. He's got... I mean, it's dark thoughts, but it's only to carry, isn't it? If it was more than one, I'd say your score should be as high as it is. There you go. I'm just counter arguing. That's well. Right. Let's let's see what Liam uh, is going to go for. What's your score, Liam? I've gone for twenty. He's not, okay. He's a lover, not a peeper. Yeah. <laughs> where's your where's your uh, evidence for that though? He he like he just seems very serious the whole time, doesn't he? He does. He, and if you look at his truncheon, it's not a well polished truncheon. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> yeah. I Liam, he's got no answer to that. <laughs> he's got. Do not know how to respond to that. No. Did you did you have a, did you have a truncheon <laughs> as part of your? I actually can't remember. No, I don't. Oh, I must have. Sure, one of those batons that flick out, wouldn't it? You must have had one on. Yeah, yeah, I think I did. Maybe they didn't give me a proper one though. But... No, because in because in the very first ep- you're in the very first episode, aren't you? Because you go over to Trailey Bottom Farm and you're you're talking to Curtin about the bedadas and the pigs pigs. I think, isn't it? I'm trying to remember. Did you have a hat on for that? Did have a hat on for that? Yeah. Right. So that was the that was the what do you call them? The not the like proper Bobby one. It was kind of it was a peak cap type kind of one. That's one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I think his you know much like uh, Sergeant Angel, his most important weapon is his pen and paper. That's what you. Mm. I think you're absolutely right. The 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 sort of parallels between. PC Weber and Hot Fuzz is striking, Neil. I think you uh, really sort of yeah. hit the nail on the head there. Just saying. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, random acts of kindness. We're, uh, Liam, we'll start with you for this one. I've gone big. I've gone 80. Wow. My thinking being, the only time like you first see him when he's discovered that Curtin has sold a pig for £200. Curtin does not get arrested for that. Curtin does not go to prison. There's no proof that he ever returns that pig. Then you see him with Kerry. She says nothing to suggest that she's innocent until the end. She doesn't get arrested. She doesn't get picked up. He's he's just a nice guy trying to help people out. And he, he sees the good in people. He sees that they're not bad people. And he just wants to wants to, you know, make sure they're okay. But what the hell in the village do you need to do to get arrested? <laughs> I mean, it turns out like stealing two hundred Hoovers will eventually do it, but only if you're Martin Mutpo. And, and he mm. was a bad guy. He was mates with Fred West. Like he deserved everything. Yeah, with the fact that had the size of the village, do we think that PC Weber is the only policeman there? 
Surely not. Surely how, not. How, how many policemen do you think are uh, in the village? Or police women, obviously. Well, there are at least two at the lockup. And then I think there's four or five in there. Although apparently, so you, you know, we got helped out by a proper police officer. Yes. Um, and there were people in the village after the program aired being like, so where's, we, we haven't seen this police officer around. Like, where is he? And they, they thought I was a real police officer. So read into that what you will. Mm. There you go. That's there acting go. for you, Liam. That's, that's how good. You, you sure you want to quit that? I mean, but also read into the people that believed what they were witnessing. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is true. Uh, right then, Neil. Random acts of kindness. Right, I've got two scores for this because I don't know which way to view it. So either 20 or 80, the same as Liam's. So being a policeman, he's always going to be helping people, randomly or not. Um, so whether that's part of his job and in his own life he doesn't bother and that gives him 20, or we give him 80 for what he does for a living. It's, I can't quite decide which way to look at it. Well, I mean, it's it's your score, Neil. I mean, well, I'll go with Liam. I'll go eighty. I'll join Liam for eighty because we can look at that. A policeman doesn't always have to be a negative thing, does it? it can always be a positive thing. Well, yeah, it shouldn't be a negative thing. No, it, it shouldn't be. But <laughs> um, right, so I feel like a party pooper now because you both done eighty. I've gone fifty. Okay, but, but straight for, down the middle. For that reason that you straight down the middle. I mean, you know, I, I don't think. I don't think anybody is, you know, that nice. You know? You sure, Vicar? Uh, well, exactly. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't particularly agree with that that score. We get 82. Um, I just feel he's, you know, he's straight down the middle. I think that I, I do believe that he's he's very gentle on, on Kerry. He keeps reiterating that, look, if you don't help us, you're going to get into... He could have quite easily, when she didn't say anything... Say, right, that's it. Okay, this is what's going to happen. But he kept giving her choices. But in my view, that's because he loves her. You know, he he doesn't he doesn't want to he doesn't want to see her go down. He loves her. You know, and so that's what so I'm going I'm going fifty. Yes, definitely what you know. Okay. Um, okay then, Liam, cockwomble. I've gone for 40 on this. Okay. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you gave yourself a little clap. Never heard that noise before. Anyway, so what's your reason for 40? My reason for 40, I'm aware it doesn't really add up with random acts of kindness, is oh, I just believe he's got to be a bit of an asshole underneath it to kind of... I imagine he goes home and is a real, you know, piece of shit to himself, in the, even if it's just in the mirror, really. Um. And it is also slightly grounded and it's not gospel, so it doesn't count. But there was at one point a possibility that obviously you know that, um, uh, oh my God, I've forgotten her name. What was uh, Slugs' girlfriend called? Kaylee. Kaylee, yeah. You know she's meant to be having an affair. Yes. Uh, they were considering an episode where like Curtin just decides to help out Slugs by investigating who it is and eventually walks past the service station and just sees. PC Weber and Kaylee sat at the window <laughs> having dinner together. Um, oh, yeah. Wow, that bombshell. I mean, Goodness yeah. me. That would have so, uh, 
change people's views on PC web. Uh, I mean, the the eighty for random acts of kindness would have been shocked to shit. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Wow, I am shocked. So yeah, I mean, that would have been a great little sort of B story. That would have been. Yeah. That is, you know, what do you go up against the law? You can't go up against the law if the law is the one that's sticking it to your girlfriend. Can it'd, you? been like, it'd have been like the spin-off so you could have had a spin-off series like on brookside when damien and debbie went off and had their own do you remember was it damien mm, no. in brookside no, they went no. off and had their own spin-off or alfie and somebody else from eastenders because liam, liam and i are far too young to remember things like brookside <laughs> mate i'm sorry really <laughs> <laughs> i can believe liam yeah, I bet you can <laughs> um why that's i mean that's that's a really interesting little bit of Sort of trivia that I mean that would have been a great little yeah yeah um, like extra subplot there absolutely so got, you know a little bit of darkness behind it all mm. I think so I might need to change my score for Cockwomble now but like I say that's not canon so we can't really no. um, add that to the thing anyway Neil what's your score right I'm going to show you this but I need to block out the underneath bit because I don't want you to see my next bit to show I'm not lying but me and Liam are on the same page can you see that or, forty there you go. We're exactly the same page. Yeah. Um, I think <laughs> now to piss off the whole of every policeman in the country, but I think being a policeman is going to give you an element of cockwombleness. Well, honestly, comes, I, comes with the power, I suppose. Yeah, I think you know, and it's no disrespect to the great job that they do. I just think, like you said, it comes with the power you get. So if you're pissed off that day, you can't tell me that you're not affected in arresting somebody, especially if they're being a knob and swearing at you, that you, you're going to throw the book at them. Whereas some days you might just give them a casual chat and say, on your way, son. But other days... So, yeah, I think inherently you're always going to be a little bit of a cockwomble. I really hope Sarah, Sarah listens. <laughs> Sarah? Yeah. He's the we works with who will come down and knock on your door. Oh, I, I would imagine. And I love police people. They help me very often. But <laughs> you, you can't tell me that some days you are going to be a cockwomble. I would be, and I'm admitting it. If I was a policeman, I know full well that some days I would just be a complete cockwomble. Do you think that's, that's, that's part of, of a policeman's DNA? To not be a cockwomble? No, to or be to... a cockwomble. They, they, no, I think it's anybody's. No, I don't think it's just policemen. I think it's anybody's, uh, anybody who put in that sort of element of power. You are some days going to be a cockwomble just because you can. Okay. Uh, please, if you want to know Neil's address, um, please just email me. I will me come and, and join will... you so I can become a <laughs> cockwomble to prove it. Okay. Right. Well, I can't believe that I've actually gone lower than both of you for cockwomble. I've gone for 25. I think he's. I think he's quite sort of. Uh, uh, as much as he's not, I've given him fifty for random acts of kindness. I think he can be quite kind. I don't think he's that much of a cockwomble. I think he's quite a, quite a closed off person. If anything, he's just a cockwomble to himself. You know, and 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 in these days, who isn't? Let's put it that way. Look, let's get a bit philosophical, shall we? Um, okay. So then, final one. Then having a laugh. Uh, Neil, what's your score for having a laugh? Smack down the middle, 50. Depends on the day and what job he's at, but whether he can have a laugh. But I think PC Weber has got a great sense of humour underneath everything. Okay. I genuinely do. I, I don't see why he wouldn't. Do you think he's like a, a bit of a joker and a trickster? 
maybe not that sort of a, a, a laugh. I don't know. Possibly. We'll ask we'll ask Liam. He'll know better than me whether he's that sort of <laughs> person. But yeah, straight down the middle, because it all depends on what job and what day it is, you know, and what he's having to do. Because there's some days you really can't be having a laugh, you know, like a massive RTA or something, or RTC, whatever they call it, a road traffic thing, and there's bodies flung everywhere. You really don't want to be having a laugh with your mates, do you, at a scene like that? No. Yeah. Okay. Well, but I then don't... when you're finding vacuums, there's going to be loads of suction jokes, isn't there? And <laughs> things like that going on in the police station. Um, possibly. Uh, I've gone 25 again. So I think just as much as he's not a cock womble, I, I think he's... I, 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 you I think he's devoid of any humour? <laughs> no, not devoid, because it'd be zero if it's devoid, but <laughs> I don't think we ever see him smile, let alone have a laugh. He's he's very stern. He's very by the book. Let's do like you said, Neil. That you know he does the job. He's he loves doing his job. Um, I just feel that he maybe um, he maybe takes his work home with him a little bit. That's what I maybe think. Um, okay. What's so, his room with this hay made <laughs> uh, um, Kerry in there? That, yeah, with the with the the Kerry scarecrow. Kerry scarecrow. Maybe maybe. <laughs> uh, Liam, what's your score? Uh, I gave him ten. Wow. Wow. Okay. I believe there are uh, radiators and drains in this world, and I believe he's he's one of the drains. I believe he's not an interesting guy. Oh, yeah. no, that's, that's whipped the carpet from under my feet. There you go. So, do you, Liam, do you think that he's married, got a girlfriend? Uh, does he live alone? Does he live with his parents? What, what do you, would you say is w- where his character is? I, yeah, I think he's probably living alone, to be honest, in a in a slightly grim one-bedroom flat. Above um, the pub, like hot first. Above the pub, yeah. Uh, yeah, devoid of most things. No peace lily, but I think no plants. He's not a plants guy. No. He's got, he's got some books, and I think he writes a journal, but I don't think... No, I don't think he's one of, you know, life's exciting people. But he's obviously, uh, of course, he's got his scarecrow to keep him company, hasn't he? So, it's the scarecrow, wet things and hay just don't mix. <laughs> there, there goes a man of experience saying yeah. things like that. <laughs> I've tried to rake grass when it's been raining. Oh, uh, is that what you call it these days? Yeah, All right, you say, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, right. So, we've got the scores there, uh, from us. Let's just go through them. Got range 43. Uh, Peeper, 42. Random Acts of Kindness, a nice healthy 70. Uh, Cockwomble, 35. And Having a Laugh, 28. So uh, not a bad, sort of a middling score no. pretty much for everything and a good score for Random Acts of Kindness. Um, so you've got a winning score in there at the moment. Yeah. A I winning think card, isn't it? That's, that's a pretty good, healthy card to have. Um, so where do we think... Do we think that like someone like PC Weber is happy to... To, to sort of see out his whole police career in the same village? Does he want to go somewhere bigger, you know, like Wells or somewhere like that? You know, what do you think, Liam? I don't, yeah, maybe he'll jump around a bit. Who I'd imagine he'd probably get, you know, probably have a relationship that, that went horribly wrong, broke his heart, and he decided to move away. Because that's, I mean, that is, that's what everyone does. Right, that's not just me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>, okay. <laughs> um, 
So maybe moves around a bit. Yeah, I, I, I think he becomes a traffic warden. I think. Really? Moves- oh, I'm hoping he turns into um, a gnarled old detective that smokes loads and drinks and makes a TV show. And rather than Luther, you could have Weber. <laughs> I'm Weber. I would like to see him like stay in the village for like forty years. Midsummer murders, you know, and he is—he is just like he's the policeman of the village, and he'll go there, and he'll—he'll he'll end up being—I don't know what's the top rank in the, the captain. I suppose is it something like I'm thief? Like, I don't know. I don't, thief, did you say? Chief. Oh, chief. I was going to say that. Chief inspector or whatever. Yeah, so, so he'd be like the chief inspector and he'd, he'd like, he'd start off as he is and then he's like, you know, you can imagine that he'd maybe put on a few pounds, have a big beard. Oh, it's me. I was going to have a big beard. <laughs> <laughs> and he just like, he, he says to his, like his minions, he said, I'm just going to go and have a little wander around. And he wanders around the village and morning, Chief Weber, morning, morning, and everybody loves him. You know, I just think he, it's he, just Trumpton. It possibly could be. It possibly could be. And then he goes home at the end of the night and there's steak and kidney pie cooked by Kerry. And there's like five kids and he's there and he's just, he loves life. I would love that for PC Weber. I think that'd be lovely. Or Kaylee, maybe. Or them together. Well, all three. <laughs> no, Kaylee marries PC Weber. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah, if not, oh, right. if not, if not Ke- uh, Kerry, then maybe maybe Kaylee. Maybe he's yeah. got a thing for women with a, uh, names beginning with K. Maybe. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. if the spin-off series does happen, then then you can you can play him. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Chief Weber of the future, and I'll be there. <laughs> Hey up, lads! <laughs> Strolling through the village on your bike. Oh dear! Morning. I, was, I, I was. I must admit, I think like a, a detective series or a police series set in the village with PC Weber would make a really good, like, spin-off show. I really think yeah. it would. Be the new Midsummer Murders because that's always in a little village, isn't it? Yeah. Just think, June has been buried, and all they find is one foot sticking out of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> or a pube sticking out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah. So I mean, you'd be up for that, Liam. Obviously. And, uh, if I need to come out of retirement, I will do it. You could write it. That's true. Yeah. And develop it. No, I'm, I'm t- I'll tell you what. Maybe we we should all get together and write a treatment, and then we can like you know send it off for Joe Cornish to have a look at and see what he thinks. <laughs> yeah, get Edgar Wright to direct. <laughs> and, it. Yeah, and he'll go, "Hang on a minute, this is fucking hot fuzz. What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? <laughs> what, what, we've already done this. <laughs> oh dear. Um, right. So going back to, um, I take it that you can't really tell us about any of the the um, projects that you're working on at the moment, can you, Liam? I can tell you. I mean, yeah, the one that we that's going into production now has been announced, so that's okay to talk about. I think um, it's it's uh, from a book series, uh, and I'd kind of pitch it as somewhere between like Ghostbusters meets Stranger Things meets Sherlock. That kind of okay. It's in a world where ghosts are real and can harm you, can kill you. Um, and kind of children between about the age of 12 and 17 are the only ones who are sensitive enough to be able to see them and hear them and, and tackle them. And so you have your kind of classic uh, 
crime fighting trio mm. who uh, take on these various different cases. But, um, wow. But yeah, but it's, it's Joe Cornish directing and writing a couple of the episodes. I think it'll be hopefully quite like visually exciting and cool. Sounds brilliant. Sounds nice. awesome. Shall we look at what was it called again? Uh, it is called Lockwood and Co. Lockwood and Co. We've got uh, our shooting blocks. I mean, it probably won't be out for about two years. So right. So when you bring the podcast back to life in about a year or two's time and go around again, then I'll then I can come back on and be like, hey, it's going to be on Netflix. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> we love it. Well, that's great. That's 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 fantastic. Very exciting times for you then. Yeah, hopefully it should be good. Should be good. Well, that's wonderful. Right, uh, Neil, you need to tell everybody because it's now over to our listeners yes. uh, to bring their scores in for the uh, wonderful PC Weber. So if you want to tell everybody how to do that, Neil. Yes, please do come over to all of our social medias under This Country Pod and vote away on any of those. If you haven't already given us a like, please do. A click here or there always helps. Or you can email us at wtfthiscountry at hotmail.com with your scores and any other questions you have for us. And I'd also like to say November the 26th is our final live show at the Sundial Theatre. Very limited tickets left. And not just our final live show, it is our final podcast episode. Episode 200 will be our very last episode. And also saying that while one thing withers away and dies, another thing, a phoenix sprites from the flames. And I will tell you about our brand new podcast that will be coming very soon, the top 10 of anything. Uh, All of the links for our socials and everything will be in the show notes for this episode. Um, And also... We have our WTAF Patreon, which will still continue. We still have our weekly This Country This Week show, uh, our Zoom get-together that we all uh, we enjoy, don't we, Neil? Yeah, we have quizzes, we have games, we have conversations, and if there is any new news on this country, be it in this country or America, we tend to talk about it. And likewise, if anybody is a member and comes and joins the chat, they can bring whatever they want to the table. And I'm sure after this episode goes out, the, the bombshell, of yeah. um of uh Kaylee and PC Weber getting together doing you know doing the dirty I mean that's something that a lot of the fans are going to be like they're going to be mesmerized by that fact now it's unbelievable <laughs> it's unbelievable um just want to say thank you Liam it's been really nice to to chat to you again um good luck with everything yeah take care job. and good luck thank you very much lovely to talk to you guys too and it's um, awesome to see you good luck with your final you know, rundown of episodes. It's all very exciting. It is very exciting. We can't wait. And uh, yeah, new new things on the horizon, um, but old things that will always be there to listen to. So come and like and subscribe and leave us a, a rating and a review. So Neil, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much, Pav. Thank you very much, Liam. Thank you very much, Liam. Uh, thank you very much, everybody, for listening and go and get plumbed, you fuckers. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own top tens to the pod. 
Yes. It could be top 10 scary movies, top 10 swear words, top 10 breakfast foods, anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The top 10 of anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal. Phenomenal.